All right, boys, we're doing a quick vent, man. Um, got got my dude Tony, that guy. We got bourbon butts, boys. I hear some cans cracking. How we doing? What it be? Howdy doody. Yeah, I'm chilling, man. Just uh, fucking nuts out there, man. Yeah, bro. Uh, it's concerning. What's going on? Seriously, what? Well, I mean, I think every every generation has this stuff, bro. I think if we look in history, and I say generation because it could be decades in between right but i don't think it's abnormal what's happening i don't think um what do they expect though i mean what's the we well, we, we we know there's there's two or three factions of this there's the peaceful yeah. protesters there's the ones with the agenda and then there's people just fucking shit up yeah watch any news channel and there's uh the, the folks that are out prior to the curfew are cool and then when the curfews go into effect, like the ones that go find the pallets of bricks that apparently spawn themselves into cities, and they light shit on fire, bro. I mean, what? I mean, well, obvious. This this whole this whole the 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 memory of George Floyd has completely been hijacked, dude. That that's gone. They lost it. Would, would it be? Uh, I mean, this is just me thinking out loud here, but would it be messed up to say, like, you know, in future situations when this happens? Do you delay the protest knowing that there's going to be an initial onslaught you can't. and then start pro? But I mean, cause then they're just going to start targeting that. I mean, yeah, that doesn't work. You can't delay the first amendment because that's how these always start. Right. So, um, right. it's always treated as, yeah, I guess, and then generally, I guess this is Antifa looking for something to snag, right? Yeah, they, they didn't running with it. So there was a <laughs> and hiding behind it. Yeah, tell me something. There's I can only really speak about what I'm seeing here in Salt Lake. Obviously, I can watch the news, but this something happened here that was pretty telling. We have a lot of um, Polynesian um, officers here, Tongans, Samoans. Many many folks from the islands are LDS, and they they tend to gravitate to Salt Lake City for work or whatever because some of the islands just can't support good quality life, right? Many of them have become police officers, though, and so there, there's a, a, what I presume is a Polynesian female officer at the Capitol, and, like, Utah in general, at large, is a very white state, right? Like, there aren't, there's just not a lot of color of any kind here, but all these white kids were screaming at this brown officer, like, telling her what a traitor she was and how she shouldn't be in uniform and she should be protesting, and I'm like... That doesn't add up, man. I actually I posted it on my Facebook feed. Like, it does. It just that doesn't add up. That goes against exactly what they're trying to achieve, right? Like, there, right. Sh- there should be. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what, what's going on here. What gets me is is I understand there, and it goes back to what we were talking about last episode. You're 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 screwed if you do. You're screwed if you don't. Yeah. They hate the cops. The cops are terrible. The cops are are horrible. But now, now the cops are bad because they're not keeping us from the bad protesters. They're not doing their job on that side and protecting everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so the PC ter- term for uh, rioters is protesters? That's what they're saying. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll concede you to know. that, dude. Listen, they, there is no, – I, I won't label them. No, whole dude. Thing they're fucking rioters. rioters. Like if you're not rioting, you're rioting. Yeah, all those – The way idiots, I look at it, yeah. look, I'm sorry, but it's – to me, it's it's mind blowing, right? Because like it sucks because you don't get to peacefully protest, but they're designating these hours that you know execute, you know, protest during the day and do that. But when these curfew hours hit, and I get that it's against, you know, it's an infringement on our rights, but these aren't normal circumstances. You know, we need to 
conserve what what we have left of of COVID, first of all. And now this is going to cost us even more money. But why should, we, why should I, as the law-abiding citizen, be locked in my house while the people out there raising hell? Because there's a fucking riot going on, t- Tony, and we've okay, got... Okay, but that, yeah, we've I'm, got, not trying, I'm not trying to argue with you that point, right. but I'm saying if you want to get deep down, you want to talk about fucking OG shit, That's they can't tell us to stay inside while they I deal get, with the bad guys. I get it. I get it. But, I mean, like, that's where you kind of... Life's all about compromises, right? Not in that regard. That's that's taking your freedom away. I just I have a hard time justifying, you know, being out when you know this shit's going on and going in for the sole purpose of just documenting. Like this is when like you put yourself in dumb situations, you get stupid prizes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I won't argue that. I'm it just sucks. Saying. I know, but that, but that that's where it's like. You know, and then it's like all this shit. Yeah. It's no different than the toilet paper thing. You know? And it's where other, like, you know? and that's what sucks though, is because it's when the other side starts to make sense because, you know, they are fucking infringing on our rights. So when's the real call to freedom type shit? You know, like that's, yeah. and that's, that's why I'm not, you know, like that's why I'm not outside because that moment hasn't happened yet. Hardest part about all of this for me. It's like I've been in so many multiracial situations. I mean, too many to even count where it just works. It just, it just always works. Like, dude, I don't, I mean, I, I don't like, I see people like on Facebook and shit. They're like, yeah, I've talked to my black friend. Like, why is it? Why is that person not just your friend? Why is there some, why is that the first thought? Yeah. Why is your first thought to label them as something? Like I have friends, man. I just have friends. Like, from different parts of the country and different backs of you know back yeah yeah but you're not acknowledging it what do you mean you can't just say that they, 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 that's what i mean that's where they go back and forth with it if you try right, to say so that, are we just supposed to, to acknowledge or are we supposed to not acknowledge it i don't fucking know that's what i'm saying i don't know that's that I, i'm because i'm trying to treat people as people and i get that heck. and they don't want that apparently I, that's what i'm getting saying man it's just really it's really difficult to watch this because like one thing I was super good at, I feel like in the, in the Marines, Cody, maybe you could tell me if yes. I'm wrong. One thing I was super good at was bringing kids, young adults together, like gay ones, straight ones, white ones, Indian ones, black ones. I just like, we found common ground and we worked, man. And like, no one honestly cares. Like, and I feel like a lot of veterans like legit have sort of a, a, a leg up there because we've seen it firsthand and we've been in like some of the worst situations. And our lives have been in, you know, in the hands of others. But so maybe we just look at it differently. But I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like it's troubling to watch because even these fucking protesters, if you look at the groups, are like sometimes uh, pretty hateful, hateful and segregated. Though they're they're like you know what I mean. Like there's well, yeah, I saw that. There's clicks within clicks. There's crowds within crowds. They're they're actually. they're as, well, in LA, I saw them separated on street the side of the streets. Yeah, they're as evil and dangerous as the people they claim they're fighting against. You know, if not more. Well, that, that's what I'm saying, man. What's the end goal? I understand no racism, but at what point do you call it, and how do you get there? Uh, I, so I just saw a girl on Fox. Yeah, nobody has those answers. Did you see this girl walking down the street that they interviewed? Why are you here? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna march and I'm gonna be loud and I'm gonna scream until racism ends. That that's what my mission is. Okay, so. What, what do you 
if, if everybody agrees, there's nobody really that disagrees on anything that's going on with the facts to what started this whole thing. No, no. Right. Nobody thinks that any either of the cops are, or any of the cops are fucking. What innocent. I also what I also find mystifying is the cops that apprehended this poor man and killed him was maybe the most diverse group of cops ever witnessed in on camera. Right. Black, Hispanic, Asian, and white. That's like every one of them. That's like every major category, if you will, uh, well, that you label people in. Yeah. You know, it's like fuck, man. It was never about race. It was about shitbag cops, dude. Like, I get, I, I, dude, I, I mean, listen, like, shit, shit towns and cities, um, tend to be inhabited by minorities, unfortunately, and there tends to be more crime. That's the way our country currently works. Can we be better? Do we need to be better? I, I, yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, who would, who would, who would disagree? Like, I've seen, you know, poverty in places like it's terrible. I don't want to see any humans live that way. You know, I, I just, right. I just wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. We could be better. We could all do better. Um, but I mean, it's like they throw these stats out. Like I heard some, some pretty insane stats, like over 10 million, um, arrests in the country, a thousand of which, um, were like unarmed shootings. Only 19 of those were black people. Yes. And like 80 or 90 of them were white people. Like the, the, the one numbers, I, the, the numbers don't fit the narrative when, and I, I, you know, it's same with COVID. Like the stats never add up, man. Yeah. They don't look at it. It's all about what you see. The one I heard just to, to tail off of what you just said, I think it was, uh, and this was, I think, yeah, I um, those numbers, but wasn't it a Washington post, um, it was article they were, that they were citing. Well, because it was, no, it was, yeah, it was, it was FBI, like real crime data. And, and the, in the Washington Post, yeah. So the, the statistic that got me the most was um, it, it was how many uh, black people were killed by cops in the different scenarios. And the running away unarmed, meaning not staying, doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to get arrested, just shut the fuck up. Three. Yeah. Three people. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, and we've all said, like, you know, don't put yourself in – if you get in shitty situations, you get stupid prizes, right? Like, um, yeah. I was trying to tell my kids, like, listen – you know, here, here let, let me just, let me put it this way. Like we're a mixed race family. My kids are Asian. I live in a white state. They get looked at all the time. It's a fact. Yeah. That, it's just how we live. Okay. We're also not LDS in a predominantly LDS place. And they take that very personally. The LDS folks, they don't like it. They don't like the fact that we're not LDS. They try to convert you all that shit. We will never be LDS. It'll never happen. So my kids have to go to school faced with two facts that they look different. Uh, and that they aren't the same faith and they, they may not have a lot of friends because of it. You know what I mean? And, and I just told them like, look, if you want to avoid negative interactions, avoid the situations. If you don't want to, if you don't want a negative interaction with a policeman, don't commit a crime. Oh, I don't give a fuck what color you are. You know? And that's the thing is like, as a law enforcement minded guy, I don't see, I don't necessarily see a white cop on a black man. Obviously it's hard to look past that because that's in fact what it was. I say a corrupt cop on uh, innocent until proven, you know, innocent until proven guilty suspect, right? That's what I see. That's what I saw happen. But obviously, it's a white man on a black man's neck, of course. But there's so many more layers before we blew this thing right. up, you know? So many more layers. That fucking shitbag had 18 fucking priors for violent force and complaint. I want to know all 18 people who cleared him each and every one, one of those times. You know what I mean? Who are the who? Who the fuck were those guys? And they're just as complicit and culpable. Yeah, because they're supposed to be 
the ones correcting the problem, right? <laughs> that is a mass in the law enforcement community. That is a massive thing. The fact that that man got away with it 18 fucking times yep. is insane to me. Without if, even having to like move. <laughs> if, if, the, if you work in like a pretty big city and you don't have some kind of like use of, like use of force complaint or excessive force, you know what I mean? You're probably not work. You're probably not even working. You're probably at a desk. It's going to happen in any, in all kinds of police interaction. It's going to happen. But the fact that that fucking guy had 18 of them is insane to me. That is a pattern of misconduct. That is not some random complaints. You know what I mean? Like that's not right. people just like being like, Oh, he's a, you know, he's a fucking white cop in a black town. And that ain't how that works. I'm sorry. Right. So there's a lot more people responsible for this, you know, and it goes to the high levels of state leadership in Minnesota for sure. Yeah. So, well, and then you want to put a bigger picture on it. Why weren't all the people, where, where was the riot when this guy was knelt down on his, on his neck for eight fucking minutes? Everybody just stood by and watched that. They all did. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so now what's going to happen the next time? That, that's what I mean. This all had oh, fucking I mean, repercussions. Next time a cop takes somebody down after all this is done, mm, they're going to get fucked. The devil's, <laughs> I mean, you can't really, I hate the, because def- I'm totally like, I would like to think in that situation, yeah, I'm jumping on the cop, something like that, or yeah, at least doing something. But I would you can't, you can't, if, right? I mean, there needs to be something done to where a civilian can literally interact, and the police officers realize what the fuck's going on yeah. and get control of the situation. Tough, that needs to be a training scenario, you tough, know, tough yeah, look. that type of shit. Tough you look. start making this shit click. Sorry, heck. Tough look for a a civilian or a bystander to like roll up on a cop who's like not doing the right you know what i mean you're asking oh, i know I'm, I'm just saying this, that's the narrative out there that they're all pissed about but none of them that are saying it would have stopped it like i i have taught so many fucking people how to like take people down how to apprehend them appropriately like in the in the process of like taking people down and sort of scuffling because that's usually what it is a lot of weird shit happens right um and you can wind up in those positions but they're all trained to correct it they're, they're all trained to correct it you stay away from people's heads you know you just do it's just a known thing you, you don't choke people it's a known thing you don't you avoid the neck because so many weird things can happen um and you, you you're gonna put people in weird positions when you're trying to handcuff them but you you know officers are trained to be more aware than that man That's well and then you then you got them mocking them you know telling them to get up and get in the car and shit like that you know, like yeah, that's no, just dude. So the game will change when the audio comes out for sure, and that's yeah. when you get the other three. Um, so when the audio, when they, when they, if they are not already scrubbing it now, if that gets released, I think we'll see round two of all this because it, it does, it does appear that they were mocking the man as he was dying. And, and to be honest, like whether he's got whether you know these autopsy reports have come out, whether he had fentanyl in his fucking system or not, doesn't matter. Like no. what what they did was in, insanely wrong. Has, has New York Times not came out? Is there? So two options. They came out the one video that did have the the audio. I was watching it last night. It had the audio from them mocking them. I personally have not heard any of the audio. Okay, yeah, I'll send it over to you. It's pretty bonkers. I can't say that anyone has like formally, um, like investigated it, right? Right. And when they hear all, because they're going to have to mesh all four audio tracks, like almost like a podcast, right? Because I'm sure there was camera footage and audio for you know, at least half the officers, let's say, I don't know what the uh, department policies are, but man, I mean, 
there's a lot more to come, you know? And yeah, I think, um, society at large sort of rushed to judgment on this, but you know, obviously this one was particularly egregious, man, you know, yeah, yeah. particularly egregious. And like, if you look at like the, you know, we've talked about the Ahmad Arbery case, like that was not a, you know, that was pretty fucking insane. And then the Breonna Taylor, man, I, I remember my wife mentioning it to me, but the, dude, her situation was fucked too, man. These bitches went in on a no-knock warrant to the wrong address, the wrong address, and shot this poor woman like eight fucking times because her Holy. her boyfriend returned fire. He thought he was he thought they were breaking in again. Right. Wrong address. You're talking about highly trained SWAT operators, and they went in on a wrong address, no-knock. This woman was an EMT. She's one of them. You know, yep. so obviously that's crazy. Obviously, dude, gents, there's some fucking things that need to be fixed, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's undeniable, you know undeniable like right but how do you take human error out of everything you can't, you can't. Well, obviously you can't you can't take human error out of everything but um there's, there's that's what all this comes down to man i mean besides the egregious shit kneeling on somebody's fucking neck that's not human a lot error. of shit that just had they just has has to be done better i mean I, I don't think uh creepy joe's advice of shooting people in the fucking legs would work holy fuck i can't believe uh someone oh. would say that Oh, and that's why, that's why I said what I said this morning. Just wait. That dude will write his own book between now and November. But go ahead, butts. Uh, I mean, and now, I mean, you've even got uh, anti-gun people making arguments for fucking the first three rounds in your, your concealed carry to be rubber bullets before lethal rounds. And I it's actually like, don't think that's a bad idea. Okay. Well, what about when the other guy's got a fucking shotgun? Well, I'm... I'm just saying, this, to start off the conversation, I don't think that's a bad idea. Tweaking. I mean, well, effort. instant rebuttal. What if the other guy's got a fucking shotgun and you got three rubber bullets? Then you're fucked. What if you got a, a nine millimeter and the guy's got a shotgun? I mean, <laughs> it's the same thing. I'd rather have at least knowing that I have a bullet that's going to penetrate rather than, I mean, rubber bullets are fucking dangerous, period. But yeah, those, that's why they call rubber bullets less. If you hear anyone associate a rubber bullet with non-lethal, they're wrong. They're not. They're not as trained as they should be. It should be considered less than lethal. That's what I'm saying. Everything's lethal. Yeah, a well placed fucking blade of grass could kill somebody. You know what I mean? And, just saying. And plus, even then, fucking, we've already established this before. Criminals don't follow the fucking law, so a criminal is not going to put three rubber bullets in their fucking. Yeah, I'm head. not. I'm not an advocate of you know the, the rubber bullet scenario. I, I mean, personally, I'm I'm well trained. Like I don't mind carrying them. I, it's it's something I would think about. I don't think it should be like any kind of national standard. Um, right. not why people carry fucking firearms, man. Cause right. people that are, people that are afraid for their life may only get one shot, you know, they just, it's yeah. the way it is. So, uh, swing, baby. I mean, to your point though, Tony, I mean, it's a conversation that's worth having. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of second amendment, uh, points that I would be willing to discuss with anyone, you know? Um, but you'll never take my firearms away from me, you know? No. And I think that conversation is going to, to change. Oh yeah. That's at least gone. for the next 10 years. Oh, dude! So. I was listening to Rogan today, and and he was saying that his his anti gun friends were calling him, asking him to borrow guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, this is, a, is the anti. Like you, you're you're getting a very clear picture of why. <laughs> why do you need thirty rounds in your AR fifteen? Uh, yep. Let me just put it out there. Um, it's a magazine. <laughs> no, um, clip. <laughs> Cody, I don't know how well versed you are in firearms. Tony, you seem to be an idiot savant suddenly, like you just spend hours on the internet <laughs> scouring weapons. But um, appreciate that. That was a compliment. There's no, there's no mag, like there's or there's no clip. There's this, it doesn't exist anymore. Unless you're running around with like a fucking M1 Grand that takes bandoliers, 
right? That's a clip. We don't have that anymore. I'm just just gotta put it. Or you're playing Call of Duty. Yeah, I'll 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 give them the Rock and Lock magazine on an AK maybe as a clip, but because it makes the sound, you know. Yeah, but uh, dude, it's like I I just I mean, (sighs) I don't want to be I don't always want to be that guy, but sometimes you got to be that guy. Like, listen to people who know and the people who are trained. You make yourself look really fucking stupid when you say shit like that. Well, that's what it goes down to. If you're gonna have an argument, be prepared to back it the fuck up. And, and number one, know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> that particular incident, though, dude, I remember I said, like, someone should say this. You know, I'm not going to call any names out or whatever. So I went yeah. back. To, I, went, I wound up seeing that post later on, and somebody, somebody flat out was like, I'm that guy. It's a magazine. And I'm like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, normally, I would have jumped in there, dude, but I'm on my spec. You know, you, and, and, you know, and that's, I, I remember when I said, I was like, man, I shouldn't even brought it up. But oh, that's cool. My thing is, like, I, you know, dude, if we're going to have conversations, let's have real fucking conversations. Yeah. Put your, put, you know, come, come with it. Don't accuse people of not being knowledgeable or understanding when you're, you're you know, words, words matter, you know, is all I'm trying to say. Words fucking matter. I think more now than ever, you know, um, uh, somebody, what, somebody threw something in our, our group chat about somebody being fired or let go because they use the term all lives matter. And that's like, <laughs> That's considered a microaggression to the. Oh yeah, that was a sportscaster, dude. Yeah, so so I don't think anyone anyone would disagree that like all lives matter, right? Like except maybe like people who racist, totally supportive of abortion, or whatever. Maybe some racist, but like you're just you're apparently not supposed to say that kind of stuff though because it would undermine like these other movements. Like, dude, black black people's lives matter. And they have so, and they and like so do white people's and like, you know, all and, lives matter. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. My That's wife, just, yeah, my wife has definitely educated me on some of this stuff, though. Just to be real, because obviously, as like an Asian American, she's gonna pick up on things or or hear things maybe slightly different than I do. Um, and I can definitely one hundred ten percent say, within certain communities, microaggressions are insanely real. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Dude, I, you got it. You got it. I mean, as like a white man who has, you know, grew up in a white neighborhood, like people say things, you know, and those are considered these microaggressions or whatever. Um, the difference is you're not around people who may or may not, you know, take offense. But to be honest, like colored communities do that to themselves too. Oh yeah. And no one, and no one ever seems to want to talk about that. And you know, like I, I'll use my wife's community as an example because I live it every day. They are fucking awful to one another, dude. <laughs> awful. And like, she'll admit it. They are so terrible to one another and they fucking hate all, you know, I laugh at a lot of my white friends right here. Here are the air quotes. I laugh at a lot of my white friends because they're sort of don't understand um, the subtle differences between Asian cultures where I get it completely. I can usually tell just by looking at them, you know, where they may be from. <clears throat> and like, their microaggressions and the shit they say against each other is fucking insane. Like it's like they have, they have literally segregated themselves into multiple groups and history dictates that they don't like each other. They, they're not allowed in a lot of cases, you know? Yeah. It's insane. I mean, wow. that's nutty, but they live with, you know what I mean? They can deal with it. Yeah, they can. But I mean, it's just like, this is not just a white problem is what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, right. I mean, I don't know, man. 
I'm not, I don't, this is a, this is, I gotta be honest. Like this is a really hard topic for me to talk. It's harder than I thought it would be. Um, because there's so many layers, man. And so many ways you can go. I also like sort of live it. Right. Because I'm, I'm in a mixed race relationship, but at the same time, like, I don't live in like an Asian neighborhood. I don't live in, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't live like, like, like an Asian family does. Like we live like a mixed, I guess, family does like in a white neighborhood. I don't know. I don't, I mean. Well, you do, you do eat an exorbitant amount of rice. Yeah, we do. I got, dude, I got like a hundred pounds in the house right now, bro. But you let it be known. It's not like something that, you know what I mean? You guys brag about it. I don't have a lot of rice. I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, this topic is hard for me to talk about because like I'm There's not, nothing to talk about. It's I'm another person. I'm just saying like I'm not I don't want to I don't want to come off like I'm some kind of authority just because I have, I have a mixed race family. Authority on what though? That's what I mean. On like race relations cuz apparently Why you're not? You're a person. You have a you have a wife, you have kids. That's my point. Like apparently now everybody is like an expert and an authority on race relations like it's like, Well, I mean, we were just experts on COVID 2 weeks ago. I mean, what right. you expect? Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Like whatever, you know, whatever fucking new flavor of the day is like suddenly Yeah, where'd that go? Like Tony, I'll give you a I'll give you your NASCAR knowledge, right? Your left left zoom zoom like you you're clearly well versed. I'm not well, necessarily prepared to call you an authority on it, but if you talk about NASCAR, like it's reasonable to think I could believe you. Right. So, I mean, it's like, dude, it's just like everybody under the sun apparently now has like all this experience in this, you know? And like, I don't, I don't think it's wrong to support a cause. Like, again, I don't think, I don't think like anyone disagrees you know, that what happened is fucking horrible. And I don't think anyone disagrees that like as a society, we can be better or we can, we can form a more perfect union. You know, like I don't see how anyone would say, no, we can't or no, we shouldn't, but I mean, right. But what's the answer I, there? I know who knows. That's what I'm that, that, you know to what? go back to what I said in the beginning of this episode, man, what is the end game? What are they? There is nothing a hundred. Uh, one thing I know for sure is we. This generation has no Martin Luther King, you know. No. Like we don't have anyone um, I, of any color that is like a real pure leader like that. We don't have. We. we it ain't Trump. It ain't Biden. It ain't fucking uh, Waters or any of these Jeffries. None of these fucks. You know. No. They're all corrupt and tainted, and you know, ain't none of them worth a damn. You know. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know where that shit comes from. But I mean, you've also got this man's family at this point saying stop like stop doing this like his own brother was like what are y'all doing like you're destroying our own community and none of it can bring my brother back you know like i don't i mean so the whole thing has been hijacked man and undermined and uh this is just sad man. or really have any really have any control of whether it's gonna happen again or not you know yeah because it's gonna cops make mistakes and Unfortunately, it's gonna happen again. Fucking humans, man. Like, yeah. The thing is, like, and one thing I've tried to say is, like, I, dude, I've never walked a, a mile in a black man's shoes. I never have. I can't. It's impossible. Yeah. You know. Um, and a lot of people have never walked any any footsteps in a cop's shoes, and, and, you know, because they're not cops, or or firemen's, or a nurse, or any of these things. You know, and like everybody needs to stop and fucking listen for once. You know, before they rush to judgment and shit, like. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I posted some article. It was like a Marine, you know, like what Marines are asked to do in combat and how, like, 
a lot of time, like if they can catch an insurgent, they will, you know, but that's the same guy that probably just shot one of their buddies, but they'll still catch him and render medical aid and all that stuff, whatever. Um, and like, why can't cops do this and that? And like, you know, there's some undertones and, but it was a pretty logical argument. And like one of my buddies jumped on it and was like, yo, it's kind of skewed. And I'm just like, everyone's perspective is skewed. Everyone's yeah. one, way, one way or the other, unless you stop and focus for a second, you know, like, yeah. So but even then it's, it's more than just focusing. You gotta be in it to have yeah. a reasonable conversation. I think one of the biggest problems is social media became this amazing thing in everyone's life to start, but it has since removed all context. So yeah. there are people that you have spent fucking time with, right? Like days, hours in patrol cars, whatever in relationships, like friendships, you know, whatever there, there are these people in your lives that you've spent a tremendous amount of time with. And one errant comment on Facebook can, can change everything because there's zero context when really, you know, you, you know, whatever they were trying to say wasn't even that bad. Right. Like, and it's just very few people. Um, and I'm a, I'm a huge culprit of this. Like I do this all the time. I, I've shown the key and peel. I read text messages fucking sideways, probably 90% of the time <laughs> I'm, I'm, off, I'm off on how I should take it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that hurts a lot of, a lot of people, man. It, it definitely hurts me. Um, <laughs> You know, the way that I personally read text, that's a me issue, but I, I give my own ability to read text power over me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a breakthrough here, man. But I mean, it's, let's just be honest. We man. all do it. We all do it. Yeah, everyone does. Because yeah. and what I'm saying is it's removed so much personal interaction. Like, it, and that's, you know, that's where we are. So now we're riding in the streets because we're incapable of communicating. Yeah. You know, in any other, in any other constructive way. Dude, no, no bullshit. I, I was, uh, when my boss bought me out here in 2015, I was here maybe three or four months and I was, I was a little more fiery than I am now. Yeah. And I used to write some winded emails to HR to, I, I didn't care who it was. I wanted my point to get across. I actually was the HR director wanted me fired once over an email, but I was just trying to prove a point with their policy. And my boss had to tell him just to, to what you said, there's no tone in email. Unless it's all caps with fucking exclamation points at the end. Right. You could say dickish things, but there's no tone in email. It's how you read it. Right. To be to be a, a true craftsman with words that aren't spoken is uh, that's why people there that's why people have books that have been sold for centuries, you know. Right. Uh, that's an incredibly hard skill to do. And um, the average asshole on Facebook lacks that skill. <laughs> you know, let's be I. <laughs> I mean, we all do. You yeah. Know? Dude, we, we are in a group chat all the time together. Almost, what, daily, right? Yeah. <laughs> almost daily. <laughs> daily. And I guarantee each one of us probably gets a little sideways on, on how we read one thing or another. You know, and you're like, what? <laughs> you got to stop and think about it for a second. <laughs> or you'll fire back. And then and most of the time, obviously. Or what did I do wrong? <laughs> most of the time, we just let it go or whatever. But I'm saying, still, I'm saying, like, you know, there's no context in this world anymore, man. We've, right. we've removed it and we've put it into a cell phone. And, and I think, um, you know, and the same argument goes for, you know, a lot of folks have said like, oh, this, this kind of shit has been going on forever. Yeah, there's isolated incidents of police excessive use of force and brutality that have been going on forever. It's just we can document the shit now one way or the other. Right. Just, just otherwise, it's wrong. 
there's always going to be a couple bad ones, you know, always in any, in any situation, right. In any work, in any place of work, it's just particularly more egregious when you're talking about law enforcement or you're talking about public officials or you're talking about um, people with any kind of public trust, you know? And I definitely, when people say uh, we need to look at the better ways to screen our officers, I a hundred percent agree with that. You could always improve that process. Um, when we're talking about, um, uh, you know, I think one to, to actually Tony to answer your, your question, I think we do it at the ballot box, bro. I really do. I think that I think a lot of what I think we could change a lot by going to the ballot ballot box and like maybe people don't even realize. Okay, so like when you get a new mayor, what let's say just to start at the city level because it's easy. When you get a new mayor, your fire chief, your police chief, like a lot of these pub, these these sort of appointed or, or high offices. Positions, they write, um, resi- they tender resignation letters, not necessarily with the intent to actually get, you know, fired, but because the new mayor has the right to appoint or choose those people. Maybe let's vote a different way for once. Yeah, but who's it, see? I, I who's going to be happy there? I'm just saying. What do you what What do you have to lose? Okay. Look at, and, and I don't even know who I'm speaking to at this point. I'm just saying, like, maybe that's something that could be done. Because when you right. look across what's going on right now, tell me, you know, how many, um, well, fuck, basically all these, all major cities damn near in this country are, are democratically controlled and have been for a very long time. What, what has it gotten anyone? Well, that's what I'm saying. At this point, I think we're, we're stuck with a choice. It's either lawlessness or by the book. That's it. With this in-between shit is where all the chaos starts. Yeah. If you're going to have law and order, you got to have law and order. You can't talk out of both sides of your mouth and make certain exceptions for certain groups or whatever. Right. And that's where the problem is. I mean, right now, n- nobody's talking about it, obviously, because the hot issue is the race and all that, and the cop issues and all that. And nobody's, nobody's talking about Miami, though. Well, what about how the governments are failing? Failing. At the top, the, the highest level. Look at look at Cuomo and De Blasio, dude. Those two can't even communicate. Cuomo's saying he's gonna take De Blasio out, yeah, and replace him and call the guard in himself because he can, he's on national TV doing this shit. Yeah, look Come at, the fuck on. Look at Miami. Cuomo was just harassing Trump for threatening the national guard. What the fuck? Look at Miami though. Miami's one of the most diverse cities in this country. It's Republican controlled at the moment. Miami's been on TV for being celebrated for. You know, Second A, baby. Probably 95% of the protests that have happened there have been completely appropriate. Right. And did you hear the sheriff from there? What's we one? encourage you. We encourage you if somebody comes onto your property to shoot them off. Oh, is he? Um, oh, yeah, from Polk County? Yeah. Yeah, he said, I, 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 I would just tell you, if you're going to come down here from out of town, we have guns. We encourage our citizens yeah, to I use their like, guns. That's what he said, but I guess is Miami in Polk County? I don't know. I'm no. just talking about Florida in general. We were talking about Polk oh, County Florida? is like uh, Florida is an interesting state, bro. Northwest, I want to say, or just about. Yeah, but, I mean, but there's that sentiment across the that state, you know. Um, but I think Miami's in Miami Dade County or Broward County. But Miami Dade. Dade. Yeah, I don't know my fucking Florida geography, but whatever. It's right? Dade. Broward is that one on the coast that always decides Florida. That's right. Broward is kind of important. Yeah. Broward's Fort Lauderdale. Even and- Tony to always go to the election. Yeah. Like- 
if you talk geography, Tony's got a county for you that is important for election results. Sometimes. I don't know how many of these I've had. Uh, New York City's popping, bro. He just needs to do it. Minimum, there's a lot, of, a lot of people out tonight. I'm not saying they're all smashing. Anything. All right, so let's let's talk about Trump. I understand the tweeting and all that shit. We we how, how do you feel he's he's handling this so far? Does he I, deserve to get the shit on that he's getting shit on for all this? Uh, I don't know because it's a, you know all these things are local first. Um, but Bingo. I would rather I would you know put the Twitter down and and speak to the nation. You know. Yes. And he has in some ways. But when you're talking about like when the looting starts, the shooting starts, like come on, man, that that probably wasn't a good one. Again, context wasn't that a wasn't that a famous quote from somebody long ago that he was referencing that 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 was a quote from somebody during some riot that that's what he said. Yeah, from a really from a really like racist cop, I guess. Maybe, but you know what I'm saying. He didn't. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, that's how it's perceived. Yeah, we all know he's an idiot. <laughs> so the context in that regard is how will this be perceived? And oftentimes his optics are a little weird, man. You know, right? I can. I, I'm sure what he meant to say was when the looting starts is when everybody starts shooting back at you, and not that we're going to send the military after you. No, Trump is damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't. I can't imagine having to defend defend myself like he does. Yeah. I think a lot of us would be pretty. Uh, we would articulate ourselves a little bit differently. I'm pretty sure under those circumstances when every word at you is construed. I mean, he's, he literally said the rioters and they translate it to protesters, but Obama says it back in 2015 and all of a sudden it's okay because of the way he articulates it. Right. (laughs) Dude, listen, there's a lot of things Trump just actually can't do, you know, without invoking some serious, you know, listen, like when they, so the, the Watts riots and the LA riots and all that stuff was, was awful. Put your chickens away, fucker. <laughs> what they, what happened in LA was bad, you know, really, really bad, but it was, it was for the most part, one city that was completely out of control. Right. So if you're going to, if you're going to fucking invoke the insurrection act of 1807, um, it makes sense to do that in a city. Which, okay, now let's, th- let's talk about that. That was invoked there, but do you know how that happened? Which, by the way, was geographically located to tons of federal troops. Are you telling me that you're going to deploy federal troops across the entire country? Because we're talking about 30-plus cities that are out of control right now. <laughs> so I don't know. How do you do that? You know what I mean? What do you just, no, just a note for that Rodney King thing you're talking about when they called for the, the National Guard. Yeah. The governor requested that from the president. The president didn't have to step in and do that. The governor did his job and protected his fucking citizens and called in. Uh, yeah, so that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. The difference in the Insurrection Act, though, is sending in federal troops, not the National Guard. Whatever. You, that, that's what I was... I thought you were talking about when they invoked it back then. Uh, I mean, the, the, the L.A. riots were just fucking way out of control. They're, yeah, well, that's what they did. I was listening to Shapiro on the way home. He was talking probably, about it. Probably wasn't enough National Guard to handle that. Right. They called out the 1st Marine Division, dude. And that's the thing, like, a lot of veterans, like, you know, we've all said, like, yeah, we support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, right? A lot of us glance right over that domestic part, and we're like, yep, <laughs> never got to worry about that until they start rioting. Oh, yeah, fuck. Now I might, you know, it's like, and we were talking earlier about, um, 
you're like, oh man, I bet the Secret Service had those kids shitting in their pants. Well, the Secret Service was probably scared too. You know why? Because they don't want to fuck up their fellow Americans. You know, right. nobody wants to do that. No one wants to do that, dude. I'm telling you, in, in, in law enforcement capacity, I drew my firearm one time and it was a Marine on the other side of it. And, and that stuck with me for a very long time because it was a fellow Marine. You know what I mean? Like cops don't want to do shit like this to their fellows. Most, most don't want to do this. Like there's bad most, apples in every bushel, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they get caught and, you know, it, and unfortunately, um, people suffer for it, but fuck man, like, um, never did I ever want to, um, I, I could not fathom as a United States Marine being deployed into the streets of this country. I couldn't, I don't even know what that would be like. That would be so terrible. I wouldn't ask that of yeah. anyone, you know? Right. The national, Guard, yeah. the national guard is there for, uh, to support the state generally speaking in like emergency management and disaster type situations. It's not to say they don't have a civil unrest mission, but no one wants to do that. No one, you know. Not to say they won't, though. Well, they they'll they'll, they'll be ordered to, but right. trust, trust me, like um, that will haunt them for a very long time. I, I just it just will. It's just not something that any of us ever wanted to do. Yeah, because it's not as clear cut as. You know, let's say Timothy McVeigh drove his box truck van with, you know, with explosives to a place where we could have intervened. Totally different scenario. That is a domestic enemy that all of us would have loved to take out. You know, we would not have had a problem with that. You're talking about average citizens who are letting their emotions, you know, control their decisions at the moment. You know, for the most part, but also being antagonized by professionals. It's pretty clear. So none of us would want to to fight that, you know. We just right, but at the same time, the the if the military did go in there, you're not just going to start fucking shooting the hip. No, so, it's not different then, is it? If it's what it, is an enemy, an enemy? No, where is it? it? That end of a gun barrel is the end of a gun barrel. If it's not a, who's holding it. I don't know. It's just not as clear cut when it's so many of your fellow Americans. You know, I, don't know. I know what you're saying, and I'm I'm with you. I'm just saying when it gets to that point, if the violence is that bad, does it really matter? Uh, yeah, I guess in, in like insane, you know, look, if someone attacks you, that's different, you know, but I mean, oftentimes when these people are deployed, they're deployed in overwhelming force against unarmed people, you know, yeah, it, you know, it's the dynamics there are pretty, pretty different. So, I mean, then we'll go back to the, to play stupid games, get stupid prizes, but I, I don't want to keep, I understand where you're coming yeah, from. With it, that's, it's, it's just a hard thing, man. It's not something any of us would have looked forward to in, in any capacity, you know? Right. In any capacity. I mean, that's not what we, that's not what any uh, veteran joined for, man. They all thought, you know, all of us presumed that we would um, fight that good fight somewhere else, man, you know, so that we wouldn't have to fight that fight here. So that's really, I don't know, man. That's where I'm at with it. It's sad. There was actually a guardsman that was involved in a shooting in North Dakota. Really? Or one of the Dakotas, yeah. There was some type of protest got out of hand. And, oh, South Dakota. Yeah, they fired. I think they fired on the guys, and and that that guardsman was, um, in a law enforcement capacity, and returned fire. Sure. You know, supporting. What's Texas been like, Cody? I've, I've I've seen a couple of videos. I've seen that big fat mounty on the horse. Oh, there's the machete guy and the horse, and I don't know, man. It's the 
Dude, I've yeah. seen a couple of these poor bunkers. These poor fucking like, get fucked up, dude. I feel bad for them. Yeah. That's what everybody needs, bro. Good ass whipping. Well, I was going to say like an animal in their life that loves them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, think about it, dude. Those horses didn't ask for that shit. Right. But they'll stand, they'll stand in there with that cop, you know, because, because they're, they're disciplined enough to do it. You know, your dog, my dog, you know, all, you know, all dogs go to heaven, man. It's because they're loyal as fuck. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't know, dude. Man. Hillary has to show up September 9th. I saw that, dude. But there's so many things happening. Um, yeah. All this that no one's paying attention to. What happened? To well, Anybody know what's going on with Flynn? And his stuff, like I'm still trying to figure out where we're at with COVID. Is it good? Is it bad? Do we wear masks still? I mean, what? I think we're on half time. Even, even the business is half time. It's the Shakira goat face, man. We're gonna take time out, bro. We need a titty to whip out or something. COVID, COVID doesn't matter currently. That's what the I businesses mean. are confused. They don't know. Yeah, and I love like it's fascinating to me when news people actually try to say like, Hey, there's no social distancing going on during these protests. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> like dude, in what, in what, in what world are you actually going to try to even just overlay the two? Of course, no fucking social distancing going on during protests and rioting. No <laughs> one's grabbing sanitizer wipes to wipe the cart down before they loot the target. It ain't happening. <laughs> it's, it's shocking that they would even bring it up. You know, like I get like it's a thing and I get it's something that we were all dealing with, but get the fuck out of here with that. You're insane. That is such a weird thing to even keep trying to discuss. Like when this is over, if you want to talk about like the increased cases, fine. But fuck me. Like they're, they're rioting. They're not, they're not standing six feet apart from each other. What the fuck are you thinking when you say something like that? They're wearing they're gas not. masks because they don't want to get tear gas in. You know, like that's enough. Fuck. <laughs> Statistics don't matter. Dude, I can't. It's, it's, it's hard. It's just super hard to take anyone seriously when they're like, they're rioting. They're rioting. But wait, they're not wearing masks. Why aren't they wearing masks? Oh, who, no. Who the fuck stops to think about that before they go riot? <laughs> this, this is 2020, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. What, like, what, if, what, if it, what if it fucking at Thanksgiving, I told you that Trump's going to get fucking impeached and then get off of that and then all this shit's gonna happen Who knows? and then the big the biggest thing we're gonna be complaining about is people riding in the streets with no masks <laughs> what a country we live in dude seriously we, Holy fuck. we can talk about our businesses being looted in the same context that they're not social distancing and wearing masks wow That's why i'm kind of just like yeah i just wonder <laughs> like is this even real like, are we in some weird Truman show where they're, they're just controlling the Hack Daniels meeting? Uh, you know, it's just us. It's actually just our group yeah. that sees this and no one else. Like, uh, around us, it's like, we're being in yeah. some weird reality show, and I just hope they cut me a good check at some point. <laughs> if, we're, if we're in somebody's head, then they need to lay off the fucking cocaine, man, because we can't keep out of, up. Out of control. <laughs> dude, we got what? fucking way, we got way flagged, dude, like in seconds. Uh, the wifey post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, the wife posted something it was immediately taken down like if, if what was it? I, instant i think cuck zuck fucking straight has like someone assigned to us it was instant and then when i i posted it she's like they took it down already so i posted it again and it was like fucking nope you're like you're, you're just bad you're bad what page 
Uh, I think I, I was just a vent. Hold on. Because I sent okay. it to the group, I feel like. Yeah, yeah we're definitely getting it published. I read about the one this morning that Lori <laughs> did. It was on the vent. It's like some Johnny Depp movie. But it says, why is everyone looting and rioting? Because the coronavirus scam is fading and the murder hornets were a bust. <laughs> like it's like him progressively like holding and con, you know like consoling his kid. Uh, I think it's actually the the kid who grew up to be the good doctor. Do you, have you ever seen that show? Yeah, he's like the it's aut- pretty good show. The autistic doctor. It is actually a really good show. But uh, yeah, dude, they immediately took it down. <laughs> like I think we're I think we're like totally being watched. Telling you boys, it's a shame we have to with the fucking branded shit, but it feels so good. So good. What um? What do you think about uh, this Blackout Tuesday thing they're doing today? Pissed me off. Not because of the blackout thing, but because of the Instagram post I missed out on. I don't feel uh, I don't feel obligated to like post like a black thing on my. Nah, dude, that doesn't prove shit, yeah, dude. I- in your daily life, like this is what's wrong with the whole situation. We all think we can just throw up a fucking black screen on Instagram, and it's like, hey, we fixed the problem because yeah, that's what America's all about—instant gratification, baby. If you didn't do it, you're a fucking racist. Yeah, that's okay. Talk to me in person, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I just, I don't feel. Ob- I look, dude. I don't, I don't feel guilty for being bored. Okay, I don't feel obligated to post um, a black screen in. And anyone who does, I don't, I'm not mad at them, you know? Right. But like, I will be there for my friends because I've always been there for my friends and I don't, I, I, and they know that, you know, and me posting like some black thing in my Facebook feed, isn't going to change any of that or prove anything differently. Um, I thought it was an interest. I thought it was an interesting thing though. I just thought it was a little weird. My one friend called me. I won't mention color. But he's like, man, I'm pissed off. I just got on Instagram and I can't see any ass, tits, or guns. Thank you. <laughs> My point. Why? Because it's all black. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like all the all the good models and all the good gun guys and all of them jumped on it, dude. It's fuck. Uh, yeah. So it's like, okay, I get what you're saying. So like, everyone's just so your whole feed is just blacked black. out pictures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty much. And it's like. Yeah. I've a couple ugly chicks that can't afford to take the day off, but <laughs> they got to eat too, I guess. No, that, that picture's probably even sponsored. You know, those people were fake as shit. Oh, they were all using it to put their brand on it. They would, yeah. the first couple I saw were all black. And then by like the fifth or sixth one, they had their little brand insignia down at the corner. So don't, don't never let a crisis go to waste, Cody. Yeah, I know. Oh, dude. I don't know. I'm so grateful. I just have my kids aren't going to remember this shit. No, you're good. Yeah. Are you sure they won't though? I don't think so because Kyle just thinks he doesn't. He, he's a he, because we're just home. They're immune to everything else. He just thinks it's uh, COVID that we're still at home for, and that's what the news is all hot about. He don't watch that shit. Lexi's three, dude. She's still shitting herself, so. <laughs> but, fuck. It'd be interesting to see what it looks like in 16 or 17 years when they're graduating, you know? Yeah. Ooh. If there's anything left. 
<laughs> I think I don't. I don't know. Man. I think we'll be all right in that regard. But yeah, you're right, dude. I wonder how many of my. <laughs> I wonder how many uh, friends my kids will maintain through uh, their school years. You know. Yeah. They lose. You know. They they either lose friends or can't make friends already. That's just kids, though, man. Don't. I understand it's probably a little bit more compounded, but that's Kyle's the same way. He likes everybody. Not everybody likes them. You know what I mean? He's gotten into fights, dude, and he's a little, he's, he's not anybody to go up to anyone to try to take anything. He just, he got picked on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. Oh, man. Cody, you're special. You probably got picked on. Yeah, man. I'm an introvert. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Yeah, like that was a that was totally a joke, but the fact that you nah, like so like the fact you totally owned it. <laughs> it's like Yeah. So were you like fucking Mr. October in school and shit? Huh? Baseball man. What does that mean? Did you play baseball in high school? I did play baseball. Yeah, I played baseball. Mr. Um, October, you know, October yeah, yeah, I mean, playoffs. Okay, thank you. I'm oh. I'm no Reggie Jackson, but I get were you, it. Were you a stud? How about that? You understand that? <laughs> I was pretty decent for dude. What are you not? I was pretty good for high school ball, and then like uh, I went and played like one semester um, at a JUCO school, and then went to the Marine Corps. Right, right. flipped my car and couldn't. <clears throat> my dad was laid off and uh, didn't have health insurance at the time, so medical bills racked up and. Uh, and then the car being gone too. And it was like, couldn't really ask him to keep paying with all that other shit. So I was like, hmm, I'll pay for school by going in the Marine Corps. That's why I have so, such a hard time with the whole, you know, free college argument. Well, Tony knows where I grew up, dude. Yeah. I grew up in a fucking shitty basement apartment, man. I had a letter, not a number. You know the type, right? D- don't get it twisted, though. There were worse in the town. Oh, I, you didn't live I, in a I, fucking slum hole. I I've mean, never tried to say otherwise. I'm just saying, like, I didn't. You know, it's like I, you know, I. Right, but I, I just me knowing where you were, I know the context you're putting on it. So I don't want people thinking when you no, say I, you live in a shit apartment that could be, uh, uh, you know. But I mean, I climbed up out of situations that yeah. were great. You know, it's same as COVID. Yep. Um, and I got myself through school and my wife. You know, fuck, we worked our ass off for everything we got, dude. Yeah, Tony and I it, were braving the heights of buildings. Well, I was afraid of it. I don't know if you were, but um, it bothered me. I guess that's kind of like why I have such a hard time, like with this whole back. Fuck. I don't know, man. I just have such a hard time with this whole race thing because it's like I already try and treat people as people. Um, because I grew up like in or Sanford, Florida, and it's you know I, I might have been the minority at school. Um, yeah. so you know you learn to look at people as people early on. And plus, you know, my dad was a police officer and he always, he taught me from day one, you know, you treat the person as a person and that's all that matters. So that's why I have such a hard time with it because it's like, I feel like I don't get to have an opinion because I'm white, but it's like, fuck dude. Like I can't sit and look at like you using racism to argue racism. That shit's not cool either. And that's why it keeps going. And so it's like, you know, I kind of. That's why I'm kind of like struggling right now too. You know, it's just fuck. Well, I at mean, what point am I like? Do I? There's just a lot of people that um, 
I don't, I'm not going to say we all had like had blinders on or any of that, but like when you don't view the world that way, you know, like you're not always going to see what other people see. But what did Mubin say to me? He said, if you walk around like a hammer, everything's a nail, right? Yeah. And, but I mean, if you walk around looking for something in anything, it'll be in everything. You know, that's what I believe. Uh, that's why I laugh at you guys with the conspiracy theories and all that. Stuff. <laughs> if you want to fucking find it, you'll find support. You know what I mean? Like you'll yeah. find supportive evidence, man. You just will. Um, and then you can make and formulate compelling arguments. Like, listen, they're like, dude, I'm a, I joined the military almost exclusively upon the results of the nine 11 fucking terrorist incident. Right. But yeah. I tell you that on Netflix, I have watched nine 11 conspiracy theories because it, for whatever reason, it just, piqued my interest like let me see what the other argument is and these ass bags make some insanely compelling arguments <laughs> i'm just saying yeah they will, they will they will find ways to break these things down right and and the way mubin said it to me i think made absolute sense you know and that's a that's a uh, indian muslim and a white uh agnostic you know talking about life and stuff right. you know so amazing i'm just saying like I mean, if you're looking for it, you'll find it. I mean, you just will. Right. So, like Cody, you don't look for it. So you don't, you know, it's not something you focus on. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I stopped focusing on any of that stuff a long fucking time ago. I just never cared. Like once dude, once I left home man, a lot of things that I, I would have, I was either ignorant to or uneducated about, like it just, it all didn't matter anymore. None of that mattered, you know? Yeah. None so, I mean, how do you even go about voicing that then? Is that kind of just reside and let them hash it out? Because they're the ones, you I don't, know. I mean, we have a, dude, it's weird to hear some guy who tried to start a podcast um, say, I don't voice it. I don't voice a lot in my, in my actual life. There's a lot of things I don't voice. I just live it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm going to, if you have tattoos in Salt Lake, people look at you weird. I smile, right? Uh, if you're mixed race, people look at you weird. I, I smile because I, I mean, I, that's me, you know? Um, because well, it's like one of those moments, I guess, when it's like, you know, I'm trying to make them have a revelation themselves as well, okay. you know, by trying to point out like, Hey man, you don't go about fixing this by slamming white, 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 Hispanic, Asian, you know, whatever race it be. You don't go back and forth like that and fix this problem. You know, you have to be the better person and lead by example. At the end of the day, if you can't change a person's mind, you realize like, holy fuck like i mean if you're racist you're ignorant <laughs> you're fucking just there's something wrong you know um but, i mean uh, and i don't call it ignorance for everybody either everybody was brought up differently but also some people have yeah. can't man some people have just right. never afforded the opportunity they just haven't you can't call the guy who was born in the middle of the woods in west virginia and never left the five or ten acres that his parents own in the middle of the woods of west virginia ignorant yeah, because he, he doesn't know any different. He you, know, does, you know what I mean? Exactly. He is ignorant, but you can't call him. You can't use that. You don't know what you don't know, man. Right. I mean, so then I, I guess that. Opportunity. Well, then it, like, com it comes I, down to you want to you want to know what it comes down to? Is it an what evolutionary hack, thing or what? No, it's what hack always says. No power. It's a you thing. Yeah. Right. Every person has to change. It's not a group thing. It's not a culture thing. It's not a country thing. It's not a race thing. It's not a political thing. It's an Everyone, individual thing. I've said it. I said it last. Uh, the last shit show we did. You'll always look for differences. Like, like I'm judging your hairline, like, because I'm looking at my hairline. 
you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying like everyone is going to find you. How could you not? How, how do you right. not see the differences? Okay. Like it's, it's going to happen, but to hate that difference is a whole nother matter. You know, it's a, it's just a whole nother matter entirely. Um, and, and I, and to a lot of, to, in a lot of ways, I, I wholeheartedly believe that's a taught behavior. That is ignorance. Yeah. I guess I just hate that feeling too of, you know, like arguing with some, somebody I agree with, you know, yeah. it's like, we're fighting the same battle here, man, but I'm just, we did that of, last week. Didn't Cause we? yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've, I mean, I, dude, I've, I've posed, you know, I've had uh, an encounter with a guy that was one of my teammates in Iraq. I mean, and because my, my opinion doesn't completely marry up with his, like, did that ever get a response? Uh, he responded a bunch, but fuck him. I mean, oh. because my opinion doesn't match his, like, I'm the dumb one, you know? Yeah. But, okay. I mean, I guess that's how he... I, I mean, who's the ignorant racist one, then? If if an opinion is enough for you to look down on someone, you know? Obviously, it's the plushy, beautiful white guy with the mixed family. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Did you call me you're white? Plushy. Plushy. What does plushy mean? Did you really? Like a, did you really mean squishy? No, plushy. Like a plush toy. You just you just want to squeeze it and hold it and play with it. Dude, I'm I'm like Cam, dude. I'm big. I'm not fancy, and I dare you not to like me. Did I argue that at all? <laughs> I questioned the J thing, but look, man, squishy like would imply that you got a lot of wiggle, like you're a waterbed, you know. But he's saying you got something to grab onto. I'm healthy. I am healthy. <laughs> I got a booty. I got some love handles. You, you didn't think I fucking picked up on that, did, did I throw you off a little on that when I threw that out there? What? That big fat ass. I mean, I dude, I've always had a big butt, man. Always. You know what's funny, though, is my tiny-ass Asian wife loves it, and that's what's weird. You know why? I, I have no idea why, but this image, and call me what you want to, is burned in my head of you and Frost walking down the hallway in your green fucking jerseys. And you always had your shit tucked in with your belt on and that ass just hanging out with that, that coon strut walking down the hallway. Cody, I've always had a big butt, man. <laughs> I bet the couple years that I was on the swim team, I probably my booty probably got a little smaller. But, you know, it's funny. Like, let's talk about race, man. You know, I see it. My wife and I talk about it all the time. Like, it's it's insane to us sometimes, like, what features, like, came to my, you know, came to my kids, like, um, and like, it's, and to watch our kids grow, like my, my daughter, Chloe is skinny, but she got her daddy's booty. <laughs> and, and like my wife, like she doesn't have much of a booty. She's a little Asian woman, you know? Um, and my other two kids, like, that's what they got. They got this weird little flat ass and it's awkward because I got a big fat one, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's just funny and interesting, like pieces of attitudes that roll into your kids like everyone has that right like attitudes and features and looks but when it's a i guess when it's a mixed race family it's a little more dynamic um almost selective but it's crazy man you know kyle looks like she could look like your sister a little bit she's very tall um but in attitude she's a lot a lot like me she's very emotional like i am oh boy um very hard on herself like i am almost to her degradation, you know, it's hilarious because like, um, I know exactly what she's going through when she does it. I don't even know how to help her. Like, even though I've been through it, it's like this weird affliction that we have. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. 
It's tough, man. Watching her. Uh, you get, you're a dad, man. And Cody, you'll be a dad, I'm sure, at some point. But um, it's, they amaze you, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. I'm probably sterile. <laughs> I mean, I mean, live your life, bro. Yeah. Oh, fucking don't carpe, hate on him, man. Carpe diem, dude. You know, for some people, that's not a bad thing. You know, they they, they want to live life and they want to be selfish, and I I commend them for that, man. You know, um, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it. And like, bring it. Uh, no, I think I'm just like physically incapable. <laughs> you actually think you're sterile? Yeah, I meant to get checked before I got out, but there's just been. I mean, I grew up playing probably a hundred plus baseball games a year as a kid from the age of 10 until, uh, 18. Are you saying baseball makes you throw? Well, I mean, I was a catcher and I didn't wear a cup most games. So Uh, you're actually damaged. (laughs) I've been hit a couple of times. Dude, I don't wish that shit on anybody. Nah, it's uh, that's why. Like when we were talking about that cup situation that one night, I was like, I never fucking wore one because it always hurt worse with the cup on. Dude, that's a Tony. Would you believe it if I told you that's actually a real thing? Um, Yeah, that's why I couldn't wear one. No, no, no. There's military people that like. I guess I should have asked you what the thing was that it was real. Oh, Um, I thought you were talking about wearing a cup and it hurts. (laughs) It hurts. But no, there's military people like, so you know all the comms gear, the communications gear and shit that we use, mm-hmm. like satellites and all that stuff, especially mili- military grade. Like, um, that's a funny, funny thing for us to say. But um, in communications equipment, military grade actually means something and it's very powerful. And like comms guys, dude, almost none of them have sons. They all have daughters. Radiation. Well, that's what they say. What's the, um, what's the, the chromosomes that make boys? What is it? Like uh, X something or X? I don't even know. Why, isn't it? I, whatever. So whatever makes boys, apparently those satellites, if you're around them a lot, like it, it stops that. <laughs> so like, Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. So like these comms guys that have been around the military for a long time, like oftentimes all they have is girls. It's insane. Like has it been studied and proven or is it just? I don't know. I mean, it's just, but it's a weird coincidence. Like I've met a, I've actually met a bunch of these dudes and like, <laughs> you know, they all have daughters. Like. They, th- they say it like zaps the, you know, it like kills, you know, the, the spermies that, um, make boys like aren't good. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't render you incapable, but your shots just aren't as effective. I guess. I don't know, man. Interesting. Yeah. It's crazy. Like some of the gear. And so like the thing is like, um, let's say like you're an off, it's not just comms guys though. Like let's say you're a tank commander. Like, and you know that he's the one that's like got his fucking head out of the, the hatch. Like when mm-hmm. it's rolling, guess what's right between his legs. This all, is the motor. All the radios. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like all those guys, like, uh, um, yeah, dude, it's like just this weird circumstance. Like so many little strange things about the military like that. Like, have you ever noticed like there's an awkward circumstance with like NFL, old NFL quarterbacks that have like, um, like autistic or otherwise sort of different kids or something. Have you ever noticed that? There's a oh, just Jim Kelly's the only one that come to mind. <laughs> Jim Kelly, Boomer Sison, but Doug Flutie, Dan Marino. Like a lot of these guys had like, I don't know if Dan Marino did, but a lot of these guys had like weird um, stuff with some of their kids, man. It's crazy. Like, hmm. was, did like, they ever find out what it was like in reference to? Is it? I don't know. As far as the quarterbacks, I have no idea, but like I, most people who follow the sport are probably like, oh, it's because they're fucking taking steroids. I mean, maybe. 
Right. Maybe it's uh, because of all the hits they've, you know, who knows? I don't know what it is. Or maybe it's, just, <laughs> it's just the fact that they're famous and have a platform. It could just be that. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting, man. If you look at some of that stuff, it's fucking weird. Just scares me with, with that. And then knowing that, like, because I was a catcher and so I got hit in the head quite a bit. Mm. I mean, I think you'll be fine, man. Yeah. It's just all that little weird coincidental stuff that, you know, kind of like a conspiracy theory. Very much, yeah. It's interesting. Lots of those. It makes sense. I try to avoid them, dude. I really do. Yeah. I just want, I mean, we all know Hillary Clinton deleted the emails and other service members have been sent to prison for the exact same crime. Yeah, so that was, that's pretty upsetting. Do you know about that, Tony? Have you ever looked into that? So, like, this guy, there was a service member that, sent a message to save troops in the field uh, under over. He sent a message over unsecured comms and got thrown in jail. <laughs> and Hillary Clinton moved like th- literally like all our diplomatic stuff to a private server at her house. And no one said a word. I can well, that's it. never been proven. Um, no, well, Colin Powell admitted as much. He did the same <laughs> fucking thing. He actually advised her to do it. Fuck it a, lot of, a lot of people like to overlook that shit too. Yeah. Uh, this the Secretary of State like has to be able to like move around and maneuver and stuff, you know. So, yeah, Colin Powell actually, I read a couple articles like totally advised her on how to do it. <laughs> like, it's, it's apparently a common thing, you know. Not surprising. I like Colin Powell. Don't you? Oh boys, I don't know, man. What, what? Go, go ahead, Cody. You had a thought there. I was breathing. I mean, we got September 9th. What's that? That's the uh, the Obamagate trial, apparently. So yeah, we'll yeah that'll go on. Time out. What is Maybe that? we'll be back in quarantine for that. Hillary's testif- testifying. She's she's testifying September 9th? Yeah. How does that equate to Obamagate, though? Um, because it's the emails are in, ref- in reference to the situation. I just listened to the video for the first time when I sent it over to you guys. I'm diving into it a little bit later because I really want to listen to it because I just got so distracted in the fact that this prosecutor, you know, I just wish they would have given us what we wanted, you know, Trey Gowdy attacking her or something like that. But yeah. Isn't this whole thing being led by uh, InfoWars or something? I don't, dude, I don't know too much. That's what it takes, bro. Yeah. Well, Infowars is fucking psycho. I, I don't know but. much about Infowars, but like Judicial Watch and some of that stuff, like they're constantly finding lawsuits and all that stuff. And like sometimes they do good, you know. I don't know. Maybe much it is Judicial them. Watch that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about them, but I know that they're they're the ones that have the resources to persevere. You know what I mean? Like, so right. Donald Trump can be like, "Oh, Hillary should be fucked for doing these thirty thousand emails or whatever," but he can't he can't keep that up, you know? Yeah. Hey, man, you're the leader of the free world. There's some other shit you need to focus on. <laughs> Fuck that, get Hillary. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's all they've done for the past three years, not, four years. They're not, they're not leading the country, though. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. That makes sense. Oh, it's frustrating, though. I, don't, I mean, yeah. these are some fucking polarizing times, dude. Like, Yeah. Think about all the weird shit we've read about in like history books growing up in school, and, and then overlay that with what our kids are going to read. Oh, that is yeah. shit. <laughs> as soon as they flip to... <laughs> Like page twenty twenty and whatever history book you got is gonna be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, why am I even reading this? 
you know like dude this is literally like a placeholder year it doesn't it's doesn't it's not a thing it doesn't actually exist 2020 2020 like it's not even gonna like what 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 has anyone accomplished in fucking 2020 Trump gotta quit it that's it like (laughs) what the fuck out like that's it literally like what else has been like nothing no one can we got two guys in space right now we overlook that a lot but no one's ever gonna talk about it Sorry. I know. It's a shame. I know. I'll agree with you. You know, the yeah. second one will be like a huge deal because hopefully by then it'll be nice and calm. And then these two guys that finally got launched into fucking space by a public private partnership, it's a huge deal. They'll be like, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> right. That one. Yeah, those guys made it too. They made it safely. That was cool. Look at this over here. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hard, dude. You guys watch any Space Force yet? What is that? What is this, you guys? I was gonna watch it. Actually, it's, I was. It's pretty fucking hilarious. What is it? I I, I don't know if they're like. I think they're purposely, you know, making Steve Carell portrayed as Donald Trump. It's actually. Stun. I know they are, but it's like, a spoof. It's fucking hilarious. You gotta watch it because us being Trump lovers or whatever, <laughs> like loving his fuck ups, you'll laugh. You won't be pissed off or anything like that. It, it's a good. It's a it's a funny show. I just don't want to give Steve Carelli any of my fucking attention. That's why I won't watch it. I think. Why is that? Because he's fucking bailing Antifa people out, dude. Are you kidding me? Is he? Motherfucker. And Chrissy Teigen and all them, they're putting up thousands of dollars. Pat, can you mute out the previous, like, 45 seconds of this conversation? No, because the revelations need to be be heard. The sad part is, man, like, that is, like, I I actually have found myself. thinking like damn like robert de niro for example like he yep. trashes people i love him dude i think some of the stuff he's done has been incredible you but know how hard it was for me to watch the irishman i still haven't i bro i still haven't watched it and i want to um and like it's it's actually hard for me not that he has a different opinion but the fact that he the, he does it in such a derogatory way like that doesn't accomplish anything you know yeah. and try and I've, I've been outspoken about how trump does a lot of that stuff like I appreciate the fact that he is his own man and he's, you know, he's not exactly, he's not like a yes man and, and sort of says what he wants to say. Uh, but sometimes it's just like, come on, dude, like you could have, you could have thought that one through a little better. Like, you know, right. Redo. Like push, Mulligan. push Melania off of you. Like put your big Mac down. And, and fucking <laughs> well, think about what yeah. you're tweeting, dude, you know, but then again, though, you don't become a fucking self-made billionaire without being like an egomaniac either, you know? So, I mean, you get what you get, man. It is- well, that's how you have to be in business, dude. Business doesn't sleep. Well, and really, you don't, you, get, got- you, don't, you don't get people talking unless you're pushing boundaries, you know? Of course. No, I mean, dude, listen, I'm not, I would never say, like, because a lot of what he does, like, sparks the right conversations, and it makes people look in, the, in, in places they've never looked before. Um, and it makes people question things they've never questioned, like, i.e., political polls that actually don't mean a fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people have invested so much in those and they're, they're worthless. And that's super, that's super important. Um, it's just like sometimes man, like dude, chill, you know, chill the fuck out. Well, I, I can't remember where I heard it, but I heard once a, a good CEO will turn over the rocks that those don't even notice. You know what I mean? Like they'll look, they'll see things that people don't even see. And that's what this dude does. And he says it the way he wants to see it. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. Well, I know he's made me like, grow a lot more like myself personally just by the, the shit he says you know because it's get it's like we're talking you know it gets me thinking and you know i start talking to myself about these things when and kind of addressing with myself kind of like hey how do you think about you know it's 
he's making everybody, uh, you know, in a way better because whether you're left or right, you're fighting for something you believe in and at least, you know, exercise feeling like you can exercise your rights or something. Yeah. But, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, definitely force the issue of like being convicted in your beliefs, but at the same time, there's a far left faction in this country and there's a far alt right faction in this country that I just want to see go away. Well, yeah. I like and I think we're all, we were all sick of, I like them better when they're quiet, you know? Well, and we're all kind of sick of the PC shit, right? Yeah. They're never going to not exist, but I just want them to go back to being quiet again. That would do away with a lot of this shit, man. Get away with the, do away with the PC shit. Take away the meaning of the word and the phrase. Then what is it? It's a gun with no bullets. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I feel like that's where we went. Like, I mean, granted, I guess like PC culture makes sense, like initially in a way, even though you're silencing people, but like you're gaining a majority of the people, making sure you're all on the same page. And then it goes away, and then you start addressing the problem within yourself, and people start policing each other. But instead, you know, we live in the day where you just videotape things instead of take action. So we can't police ourselves. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the sad part, you know, I don't, dude, I'm like really kind of reflecting on a lot of this. And, um, you know, we run a tournament that supports veterans, first responders, everybody. And there were some like derogatory comments left on that post. And, uh, Tony, actually, I think it was your post, but I just fired back and said, like, hey, man, you know, one day your enemy could be your savior. And that happens in this country a lot. Like, there may be a time where you have to call the cops and they come and save your kid, you know, from something. There may be a time where a cop is getting jacked up, you know, by overwhelmed by drug dealers or something and good Samaritans intervene, you know. So today, your enemy today could be your savior tomorrow, man. And that's how this, that's how America works, you know? And it's just fucking crazy to me. That's why we need national (laughs) service requirements. (laughs) That's kind of how far we've gone, you know? Yeah. It's insane, man. I just hope we can get back to some level of normalcy soon. I mean, this shit can't drag out for another week. They need to get their hands around it. As much as everybody hated what he said to the mayors and the governors, he needed to be said. Yeah. They need to take fucking control of your state. Yeah, you gave him the weekend. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. Get control of your shit or daddy's going to come in and do it for you. See, you know what there needs to be? There needs to be a fucking law. As soon as the damage is an estimated reach at a certain dollar amount, that's when the uh, National Guard's activated. Uh, you can't do that. Why not? Like, because I can then you take, I can then you take all the political decision out of it. <laughs> How are you going to value all that shit? And who's do you value? I mean, if they I feel like you can gain an accurate estimate, like a pretty accurate estimate. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. There has to be some threshold, but. That way we fucking take all the fucking bullshit out of it. The threshold should be. We can't argue about it. As soon as they reach the threshold, there it is. Well, I think the cop in New York City had the threshold, and he got fired. Did you see that on video? He's standing online next to he's standing online next to a dude, and they throw a fucking rock at the guy standing next to him. So he drew his weapon on the guy that threw the rock. De Blasio lost his fucking mind, fired that dude. Yeah, 
De Blasio's a radical left guy. Yeah. Even Cuomo's not that far left. No. Uh, I don't know, man. But see, that's the thing. You don't even have leaders that realize what justifies deadly force. Oh, they're, oh and they're Democrats. Just saying. Yeah, I brought that up. That's, what, that's kind of my point was like, maybe try something different in your cities. You know, go to the ballot box, try something different. Yeah. See, see, if, see if something could change. You're talking about cities that have been controlled for decades uh, by Democrats. You're talking about police chiefs, fire chiefs that have been appointed by Democrats that, that work for Democrats are controlled by Democrats. You know what I mean? Like maybe let's try something different, but employing democratic policies. Yeah. All right, boys, let's, uh, let's end on something positive, man. I don't, I mean, whatever it may be like final thoughts and kill it, kill it with some kindness and positivity. On a personal note, I'll get personal because I'm excited going to get my project car this weekend. That's a positive for me. Yeah. You're actually going to go. Yeah. I'm picking up the car trailer tomorrow and then I'm hitting the road Thursday after work. I'm excited for you, but be be careful. Buffalo is actually spotty. It's made national news, so be careful. Oh, yeah, I know, but I don't have to go near Buffalo. You know that. I just got to bounce to my parents' house and then out. Just be careful. Word. Cody, what do you got? That's cool. I mean, that's actually a, that's a – dude, I grew up with you around that car a little bit, and it's fucking sick, and I'm excited for you. Wait till you see it, dude. I'll send you pictures of what I'm doing to it. I'm going to kick your ass if you're quiet in the group chat, though. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Cody. No, nah. We're uh we're finally brewing at our our new location at Texas Live, so that's I'm looking forward to that because we're using that as the R and D factory. So there's gonna be a lot of fun new beers that we get to so you get have, rolling. You have like two breweries, is that what you're saying? Your- yeah, so we got we've got the main brewery and then we've got the tap room, which the tap room is like uh, pretty much right across the street from the Death Star Dallas Cowboys Stadium, and then literally right outside i want to say like left center field of the new rangers ballpark so it's in a pretty good spot um but uh sounds like your 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 brewery and their beer label is killing it huh yeah we're doing pretty solid i mean obviously covid yeah we'll we'll see how how things come out of this so um but a lot of a lot of fun things in the works i mean i'm I saw our project, our, our project deck, and I was, I was stoked. Um, we got a lot of good stuff in the works, so everybody can I'll have a lot of good beer in my fridge come this year. Nice. Everybody could use a good beer sometimes, man. Yes, beers can definitely make a fella happy. Just saying, or whatever, oh, yeah. whatever you like to partake in, smoke a joint, fucking whatever, hit a pipe. I don't know what it, whatever it is, dude. Do you boo? <laughs> Do you boo? Yeah. dude. I, I, I mean, I'm golfing, man. Yeah. We're like, oh. we're in it. We're so in it, and it's um, golf. Golf is really, really special for me. Um, more, more, maybe deeper than I've ever really let on. Like I, when I get, when I golf with my oldest daughter, I'm getting all the time back that I, I lost in Iraq. You know what I mean? So for me and her, it's special. And she picked her clubs up, man, and started playing again. And uh, where I thought maybe she was going to walk away from it. And like, you know, obviously you can't explain to your kid, like how much it means, something like that means to you, but, uh, but it's happening and, you know, we're competing and having a good time, man. She played 18 at that tournament with me. She's got tournaments coming up and my son's enjoying it. And we've had lessons today, dude. It's just like all these great things are happening, you know, with this weird stuff, like, but. Did you say she has put her clubs down and like gone back to them? Well, so she, yeah. So for a little while, she, um, I told you, man, she's like really, really hard on herself and, um, you know, I think she, 
puts a lot of pressure on herself and walks away for a bit. But now but that's recently she's sort of gravitated back. That's a, actually a weird silver lining in COVID is uh, she, so she's a lacrosse player too. And they wouldn't let her, you know, a lot of lacrosse leagues and stuff have not been able to fire back up. So um, social distancing is pretty fucking easy to achieve on a golf course. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, it's kind of cool to watch her like, you know, come back to something. Well, that's what like, address I mean, it again. You know, it's probably annoying when you guys see all the stuff I send, but um, although that's a fucking proud papa man watching his, you know, yeah, my oldest. Stuff. And there's, you know, I enjoy playing golf with everybody in my family, but there's a special connection with me and Kaya because um, right when I got back from Iraq and I started working, I needed an escape, and you know, the deal was like bring a kid, and Kaya was the oldest, so um, it just made sense, you know, and we. Like I said, every time, every step I take with her on a golf course, I feel like I'm, I'm earning back some of that time that I lost when I was in Iraq. You know, so for me, it's it's got a, a bigger meaning. But it's that's, awesome. That's a positive thing in my life right now, man. I'm just super excited about it. And then obviously, all you fucking jokers are coming out here in July, and that's. I mean, I actually, dude, I was thinking about how big a deal that is to me, and I actually got a little choked up over it, like, um, that people would support something that I care about so much, you know, so kind of crazy let's do it wild times man we're gonna have a good fucking time we're gonna record a lot of content i actually got an expansion pack like set <laughs> so that we can fucking put a ton of microphones in front of people like <laughs> there may not be a time where we're not recording you know it's gonna be fun it is dude <laughs> It'll, that'll that'll carry the podcast uh into like the fucking new year probably with all the content well, well that's great that we start setting up for next year to do it again Fuck yeah. Yeah. I got, dude. I, yeah. I mean, it's just positive, dude. Tournaments rolling. People are starting to apply and paid registrations. And somebody called me about a sponsorship today. Man, it's just great. Told you, man. We'll get there. Just takes patience. True. We just got to get past all this. All this. <laughs> a watch, a watch pot never boils, my friend. Huh? Well, I mean, COVID. We got to get past COVID. Come on, go back to that. You're looking at you dropping random tidbits of wisdom say that one more time you never heard that say it again a, a watched pot never boils oh a watched pot like yeah you're, you're watching it watching it yeah nice i like that <laughs> i whipped that I, I i gave that to you before a text message when we first started talking when you went on one of your poopy rants yeah you probably have but when i'm on a poopy rant i don't i, I retain maybe 15 percent. see there's a lot of knowledge there that you missed so that's that's about seventy five percent of the knowledge I had to offer to you that you just dismissed it. There you go. All right, boys. Thanks for uh, thanks for the midweek vent, man. Yeah, thanks appreciate for jumping it. on, guys. I appreciate it. I need this sometimes. Yeah, we yeah. all do. Birdman Billy missed you. We'll get you next time. Yeah, but right Back now, DanielsMedia.com. Right now, they don't matter because <laughs> they're not. <here. laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck you if you can't take a joke. No, I, love, I love all you fuckers, man. This little group chat, if nothing else, even if if, if this ever crumbles, we better keep the group chat, though. I ain't going to work. That's a, that's a, that's a welcome escape. Even that's, and, and this is on the lives of my children. This is the only reason I haven't fucking completely deleted Facebook. Yeah. Otherwise, if it wasn't for the vent HDM and you guys, I'd be out. Done. Don't worry, man. Virtual reality is on the way. And, uh, <laughs> You won't let okay. Google Glass us. All right, we got to go. And then it's just going <laughs> to pop up in your eyeball, and you're going to be like, all right, fuck this. <laughs> Zuckerberg can tussle my balls.
All right, boys. Thanks for thanks again, man. I appreciate it. I needed this. I'll, uh, we'll we'll drop it. We'll talk. Cheers.